Blog Talk Radio. Talk Box Radio. Talk Box Radio. Hello, listeners. This is Lisa Earhart for Talk Box Radio. Hey, everybody. Today's topic is decluttering, confronting the resistance monster. Are you allowing, allowing clutter to take over your space? Have you been meaning to get to it? but been putting it off until the right moment, the right time to get started. Today I'm going to be giving helpful tips to overcome that resistance monster who says, I cannot do this. I can't get it done. It's too overwhelming. I can't deal with it. No, 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 no. I am here to tell you that you can and you will by taking action steps today to achieve the goal of being free from clutter. Just for a moment, I'd like you to close your eyes as long as you're not driving a car. And I'd like you to picture yourself completely free of clutter. What does that feel like? Just a nice, relaxed, uncluttered feeling. Just focus for a minute. Ah. Now open your eyes and know that you can have that as long as you put that picture in your head every day. You can do this exercise. When you wake up in the morning before you get out of bed, look within and see your space free of clutter and know that through that kind of a visualization, you're going to achieve exactly that goal. And I'm always, as usual, invite you to call in if you'd like to right now and talk to me about what you're dealing with in terms of clutter. If not, please visit my website, talkboxradio.com, Send me a message there. I'd love to hear from you. And please uh, subscribe to my mailing list there and follow my podcast so I can keep in touch with you. Okay. So today we're talking about decluttering. Organization of things that are taking over your space. And I am saying claim your space. Claim your space. So here is the first ingredient to accomplish that. Get started. Now, that may sound easier than it is, but, you know, what is the reason you've got the clutter in the first place? Because you've been putting off taking care of it, right? So what you need to do today is make the commitment that you're going to get started, even if it's with a small action. Now, my last podcast with Greg Creech, who is the author of The Art of Taking Action, I'd like to remind you, if you haven't already heard it, please listen to it, that he's talking about taking five minutes a day, five minutes and then you're done. The idea is that you get started. You begin to create what he calls the ripple effect. It's a kind of momentum. You take action every day. Now, 
if you have something that says, I'm not going to do that, maybe it's you're afraid to take the action, you're uncomfortable to take the action, I'm here to tell you that in order to take the action, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. If you have that, what I'm calling the resistance monster, blocking you from taking action, do you want the resistance monster to control the rest of your life and the quality of your life? You need to get tough with the resistance monster and say no. So that resistance monster may be following you around while you're taking the action and going, ah, you can't do it. And you may find that you're getting tired and, oh, this is so hard. Why is this so hard? Well, it isn't really hard to do the action steps. What's hard, what you're going to make easy is to fight the resistance monster so you want to disempower the resistance monster. And by daily efforts, it's going to get easier and easier, and you'll actually look forward to it. Right now, if you're procrastinating and you have a big area that's cluttered or even a small space or a garage, a storage unit, Why do you think storage units are such big business? Because people have so much stuff, they don't know what to do with it, so they're just going to stick it in the storage unit. Maybe not everybody. I'm not talking about everybody. But do you know how many storage units are abandoned because people never got back to the stuff, maybe felt they can't do it, they don't have the time? Well, to use Greg Creech's idea, five minutes a day, five minutes a day, and you – so – Beginning means making a commitment to doing it, to getting started, okay? You want to say, I'm going to get started today. Don't do it tomorrow because tomorrow comes and maybe you forgot and you don't have the momentum that hopefully this podcast is going to help give you this, this, this motivation to get started, which is a sort of a momentum, you know? So if you've ever gone to a motivational seminar or lecture, you see that people are all hyped up after. They're, you know, they've got the energy. Then maybe that energy dwindles as life comes back in and they forget and all that. So what you want to do is take the, the energy from whatever you're getting out of this podcast and get started, I mean right now, even while you're listening. Get started taking action. Now, what do you need to declutter? Let's talk about that, okay? You need, I'm going to say, a daily effort. Because if you say, I'm not, I'm going to take a day off, you might want to take a day off here and there, but if you get too relaxed about taking time off, you may lose your very valuable and vital momentum. It's like a life force and you're going to kill it if you don't keep going. All right. So daily effort. Then you need a way to do the organizing, decluttering. What do you need? Now, you're going to need some space where you can sort things. This is very vital. Now, you might say, I don't have any space to sort anything. You need to clear off a table, or you can use your bed to sort as long as you clear your bed off after you're done each time okay you have to have, you have to prepare in your mind i'm clearing off my 
organized uh, my groups of things uh, after I'm done each day. Okay, these are called categories is what I'm talking about. You can also, for, for sorting, this is what I'm talking about, you want to sort your things. You can use the small boxes. If you use very large boxes, unless you're putting these sorted items away in storage in an organized fashion, it can get frustrating because now you have to, you have to like move these boxes everywhere. So make them small, small boxes for sorting small items. What is sorting? Let's talk about sorting a second. Sorting is putting things that are alike together, things that are alike together. So I don't know what you're sorting, but let's, let's use clothes as an example. One of the pictures in the podcast on the player shows a woman who has a, piles of clothing. This is a good analogy, okay, because I'd like to use this, this analogy, this photo, as an example. Now, within... This category, this is one category, clothing. It's like the, the, the main heading is clothing. Then in this clothing category, you're going to have subheadings, okay? You're going to have sweaters, shirts, socks, pants. You're going to have dress clothes. You're going to have casual clothes. Maybe even you'll have some, uh, some clothes for, that you use for, you know, yard work or painting and things that can get messed up and you don't care about. You're going to have clothes you want to give away, maybe even sell. Uh, so those are all separate categories. Don't worry so much about where am I going to put all this stuff yet. You want to get moving with categories. So if it's clothing... I think the bed, your bed is great, especially if you have a large bed, queen-size bed, king-size bed. It doesn't matter, matter, but you have room to fold neatly. You, don't want to, you want to get out of the pile, just throw it there mentality. You want to take each item and respect it and enjoy it. Each item, pick it up, fold it up, put it in the category. It's kind of like having a little department store if you will, while you're doing the work. So there are kind of fun aspects, and there are going to be things you're going to find you forgot you even had, okay? So, and if you're not sure whether you want to keep something, it's okay. You'll figure that out as you go along. So now you might have other cat- You might have other things you need to categorize. Uh, what would those be? Maybe mementos, things you've saved over the years, Okay, so do those have categories? Sure. Maybe you have uh, maps of places you've gone to. Uh, so put all the maps together. Put all the postcards together. Put all the little trinket items together. Where are you going to put all those things, you might say? Well, get small boxes. Small boxes you can get if you, if you get things shipped to you, for example, from Amazon. Um, I find their boxes are amazing. They're nice. Well, they come in different sizes, but the smaller, the better. You could have the, the bigger boxes, if you must, for the major, you know, larger items. But having small boxes uh, is better because you can move them around more easily instead of being overwhelmed. And they take up less space. You can kind of 
organize them and you can stack them. Now, the next thing we're going to talk about is labels. You can have a label maker, uh, you know, the thing that you <laughs> that ha- runs by battery or plugs in. Um, I'm not fond of using things that have batteries, but if, you know, you need to, it's about getting organized. Uh, basically, what you need are labels, highly recommended, with something you can write with that, um, you know, it's going to really stand out from a little distance away from you. And large letters, please. Or if you use a label maker, what the good thing about a label maker, label maker is you can see from far away uh, what it is that it says is in there. Okay. The next thing you need are, ideally, some clear bins, storage bins. Now, again, I would say not too large yet until you get your organizing underway. And if you don't have the storage bins, you know what can work great, and it's pretty cost-effective. And this is more for soft items like clothing, okay? And those are the clear lawn and leaf bags. That's right, I said it, clear lawn and leaf bags. Why? Because you can see through them. You can see what's in there. But you also need to label because because the label will help you quickly identify what's in that bag. And you might say, oh, I'm going to know when I look at the bag what's in there. No, it's really a lot faster because let's say you put related items in that bag, uh, but you're not going to see every single thing, you know, so you're not going to see everything through that bag, and it's going to take longer, more energy. We want to conserve your energy and your time. This is key. So by putting a label on the bag, you quickly see, oh, sweaters, uh, shirts, pants, giveaway, uh, maybe some inherited items. Okay, now why am I also saying plastic bags? Because if you ultimately are going to put these items in some type of a storage space and please think organized don't don't allow yourself to just throw stuff in there it's the the time it's going to take to organize in this way that i'm talking about is going to pay off so big you're going to feel so good about yourself and you're going to conquer that thing in you that says i cannot do this that is going to be thing of the past You are going to now replace I can't with I can't. So the plastic resists fire. It resists rodents, um, any other things that might, (laughs) while you're not there, if if, if you're putting it in an attic or, uh, you know, garage or something, uh, this will resist um, those types of um, invasions, shall we say. Also, if you're going to store something in a space uh, where there may be mice, and mice, you know, hang out in attics and basements and whatever, it's just just a fact of life that they're around and they might get into your things because they're looking for warm places to nest. Okay, hopefully you don't have them, but it can happen, okay? You can use uh, bounce dryer sheets because that is a repellent. So I recommend if you're going to be putting something away for a while, in a, even if it's in a plastic bag, just stick in a bounce dryer sheet uh, for extra precaution. All right, 
So, but ultimately, we don't want to have stuff just stuck somewhere forever, just holding on to it because we don't want to let it go. Okay. So, but don't even worry about that now because that might be bringing up emotions that make this harder than it needs to be. I am talking about getting started today. Okay. Give it five minutes or more. Five minutes started, even if it's just to begin looking through a box, if you have things in boxes, and begin sorting. Now, let's say uh, you, you, as I was going back to the other idea here, that you may say, I don't have any surfaces to sort. Well, you can create a surface. You can can use a a top of a box as a surface. Um... You want to clear things from somewhere so you now have a surface. You can use a shelf. If you have every, you have so many things on shelves, then take, clear off one or two of the shelves, put those items now in a box that's going to be sorted, okay? Promise me you're going to sort it. You're not just sticking it in there, right? Promise yourself. Now, that box can be a large box because you haven't sorted yet. You know, you just want to clear, and you want to do it so you're not exhausted to the point where you can't get started sorting that day. So get take the items that are, that are taking up surfaces, put them in the, I'm going to sort this box, and now you have a surface. You also need a path to the surface. So if you have things in your way, you can't even get to anything. You need to clear a path. Okay, it could just be a few, a, a couple of feet. It doesn't matter, just so you can get in there and start sorting. Okay, all right. So now the next thing you want to do once you've been sorting or when you get started, you need to have, oh, I sh- I'm sorry, I forgot to mention it. You want to have a garbage, garbage pail, a garbage bag, Something to start throwing things out in. Now, I'm a big one for recycling and giving away and repurposing. I'm, I don't feel right just contributing to landfill. All right, so it's good to have a conscience about this sort of thing. But have a garbage bag ready to go for items that simply, you know, you're not, you know you don't want them anymore. You can't, they're not good enough to give away. You know, maybe they're, they're it's... Um, Whatever, you know, they're they're messed up in some way. Now, if it's a recycling product, if it's plastic, cardboard, if your community takes cardboard, uh, that kind of thing, batteries, uh, those should all go in their own recycling containers, all right? And if you don't have time to do that, just, just get a couple of bags, label them, all right? Just get your labeler. And label them and say, you know, this is recycle, this is garbage, all right, and you are off to a good start and, and give away also. Now, what you can do, too, is you can plan a time once ever put it on your calendar. If you don't have a calendar, get a calendar. Make a calendar. Put it on your refrigerator where you can see it. And put in a date, which can change. By the way, you can change. You don't have to be imprisoned by a schedule here, but it can help to get you motivated and structured. So you put in a date where you're going to go and drop off your items 
to, um, you know, wherever you can, a donation center. So write it in, you know, once a month, I'm dropping this off, or once every two weeks, I'm bringing, I'm bringing my stuff in. Some, some donation uh, centers and organizations will come and pick up as well. Depends how much stuff you've got. Okay, then another thing you can do is you set up a reward system for your effort and accomplishment, above and beyond what you're going to experience by simply taking action. And what the reward system could be, it could be something as simple as a star chart, like you do for kids, you know, that just as a reminder, wow, look at what I did. It could be doing something special, um, going to a movie, whatever, a reward. But you know that you're giving yourself this reward because you took the action. But as I say, the action itself, is going to reward you many times over than you can ever believe. And what's what's going to happen is it's going to transform you as a person. Because if you've been letting clutter take over your life, you you are going to start to feel like a new person when you start taking action. And I'm telling you, if you think about it, what is clutter but a bunch of stuff? How... Is it that that stuff ends up having power over a person? It doesn't need to, right? It's not really an animate ob- object. It's not a. It's not a beast, really. And yet, the feeling, the feeling of you know being overwhelmed. I can't do it. Uh, is what is keeping a person keeping you? Stuck in inaction, okay? So the mere action. Now, you may have, as I was saying before, the resistance to the action is what you must, you must accept and then break through. If you accept and go, all right, you can even develop a relationship with the resistance. Start talking back to the resistance, Okay. If you feel it, you say, okay, move out of it. You say, hey, resistance, over here. I'm, I'm going to do this right now. You could even give your resistance a name, you know. Um, I like to call it resistance monster, all right. But as you take action, resistance monster is going to get smaller and smaller and then disappear. And just think how good you're going to feel when you no longer have that resistance monster looking at you. And it may take a little time. You need to be patient. Because as you get going, you may say, oh, this is taking forever. Well, let me tell you, it's going to take as long as it's going to take. And because of your commitment to break through, it's going to happen. Now, I have a podcast I did a while back about packing and moving. I'd like to just talk about that for a second. I recommend highly that you listen to it because it is in line with this feeling of overwhelm and this feeling of I can't do it. Well, you know the expression necessity is the mother of invention. When we have to do it, we're going to do it, okay? Uh, There was a commercial I saw once. uh, It's amazing how much stuff you can get done when it has to get done, that kind of thing. Um, I love that. So that's about, say, you know, when you have this deadline, 
and you have to get something done, you're going to do it. Now, packing and moving out of state. I had a lot of things to pack, and I had a lot of things I inherited. Um, and the movers who came in to assess how long it would take to pack knew a lot more than I did. I would just look at a space with, let's say, the garage had a lot of things in it that had to be sorted. They would say, you're going to need, this is going to take this much amount of time. You're not going to be done for like a month. And I would say, what are you kidding? It's not going to take that long. Well, they knew more than me, and they could assess how long it was going to take. Now, did I get it done? Yes, I did. Did it take longer than I thought it was going to take? Yes, it did. In fact, I had to call off the movers maybe twice, you know. Um, but I knew it was going to get done, and it got done. And I just kept saying to myself as I plowed through and got it done, I said, don't give up. You can do it. You know, you're going to do it. You're doing it. Get, you're getting it done. Don't give up. You can do it. And eventually I got it done. But also, I had the time pressure. I had to get it done. I had to get it done. So, and that was about putting things in boxes, getting things ready to move. Um, we had to uh, throw things out. There were there were a number of bulk pickups. There was a lot of giving away of things. But it was a focus, and I got it done. Did it take just five minutes a day? No, certainly it did not take five minutes a day. But again, I had this pressure to get it done. Now, as an aside also, uh, you can put, you can get an external pressure happening for yourself. You could uh, set a date to have a party, for example, in your house, and you make a commitment to yourself that I'm not just throwing everything in a room. I'm really going to have this particular room really organized because if you just throw stuff in a room, guess what? Now you've got piles of clutter to deal with. The other thing you can do is you could have somebody to help you with this, at least to get started. Okay, But ultimately, this is about you. This is about you conquering this resistance monster that's been in your life for however long, telling you, you cannot do this. It's I'm bigger than you. And you have to now say, no, 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 no. Here's what I want. I'm visualizing a nice clean space and I'm going to do this. And the other thing about being patient, you must be patient and know that it's, you may need, you know, it's like losing weight. You know, you get on a program, you, it's going to take, it could take uh, six weeks. It could take three months, but you're going to start seeing change every single day that you take the action and that's the momentum that keeps you going, okay? So so what you want to do is you want to reward yourself. You're going to enjoy this feeling. As I say, the, the actual result of your action steps is reward in itself. The feeling you're going to get is going to be so good, I promise you. So you want to... You want to, getting back to the basics, the basic actions. You may say, you may look at this whole group of things and say, I don't even know where to start. It's okay. You start with a sorting space, okay, a space to put things out on. 
it's okay if you don't know. You are going to figure this out, okay? And if you have uh, spiritual beliefs, you can ask for spiritual guidance as well. Help me with this, you know. Um, that's that's another way to do it. Help me. I need help. But ultimately, the action is the thing you must do, okay? So you want the space to do it. You're going to clear off a space, a nice space, uh, big enough. I am not talking about a one-by-one-foot space. No, no, no. I'm talking about, you know, as big as you can. You know, if it's a few shelves, it could be a queen or king-size bed, um, anything. If you have a twin-size bed, that's fine, too. Just a space that you're dedicating to the sorting process. And don't try to sort too much in one day, okay? We're going to get started sorting the beginning. The beginning! You know, every every journey starts with a single step. Look at this as your first step. So you're going to go to the first, if you're not sure how you're going to do this, you don't have a plan yet, and believe me, you will have a plan, but you've got to get started. That's plan one. You're going to go to the first group of things you're looking at. It could be something in a box. Okay, keep it simple. Take the box, put it on the surface for sorting, okay? Put it on the surface for sorting. Now, as long as there aren't too many things in the box, you put those things on the on the sorting surface, okay? <clears throat> and if you can't put all of them, put some of them, okay? Now, you're going to need room on your sorting surface to sort. You could have several sorting areas as well. But you want to begin by putting some things in onto that sorting space, okay? One pile. One pile, not a humongous pile, but it could be the pile you're getting to on day one, all right? Then you begin by taking things off of the pile, and you're going to begin to put those in categories, all right? So using the clothing analogy once again, it's a pile. It's a pile of clothes, all right? First item is a sweater. I'm folding the sweater I am now putting that down in what I'm going to call the sweater category. Next item, shirt. Picking it up, folding it up, putting it in now the shirt category. All right, I kind of talked about this before. Let's say it's um, items that are all unrelated in a box, okay? Get the box. You don't have to put the box. You don't have to empty the box, okay? If If the box is manageable, you put it on the sorting space, okay? Try to avoid having to bend a lot, or even if you can sit down sometimes, this is good, because it can be better for your back. Um, But have the things to where you can reach them and start going through the box. Don't don't get intimidated, okay? Remember, uh, the clutter monster, you're going to say, you sit over there. I'm over here. You get over, get over, move over, okay? So item one, maybe you're seeing, um, you know, a pencil or something. Put it in the pencil section. You need some small boxes. Item number two, a hairbrush. Put it in the uh, bathroom section. Are you getting the idea? Item number three, a book. Put it in the book section. 
Now, the books can be divided as well into their own categories, but what we want to do first is we want to get generic categories going and boxes that you could put these items in. Okay. So I am going to end our podcast here, and I welcome you to visit me on talkboxradio.com and also please, please follow my podcast because I'd love to keep in touch with you. I'd love to hear from you and hear how you're doing. I'd love to have people call in with the progress they're making and you can even send me your photos. Before and after photos are great, by the way. Take a picture of the space. Don't judge. Don't You know, another thing I want to talk about is inner shame, feelings of, you know, uh, regret, feelings of hate, self-hatred maybe, inner shame that clutter can create and, and make even worse. Judgment of what you're looking at. You need to give that a rest. You need to forgive yourself. You need to say, okay, it's all right. I've got the clutter. I'm going to take care of this now. I'm doing it. So I want you to take a picture of how it is right now, don't look at it again, okay? Don't just put it away somewhere. But remember where you put it, okay? So you can access it later after you've taken care of the clutter. Or you could even start more simply. Take a picture of your first steps towards clearing away your clutter. Take a picture of the spaces that you're going to clear and make as sorting spaces, then take a picture of them once they're clear, okay, if, if they were cluttered before. That's an accomplishment. That's an accomplishment. That's step one. Now, you may need that space to use after you're done each day for something else, like if it's a bed. You've, you, you, you may need to put your categories together to where you can access them without a struggle, Okay, um, on day two. All right. So, but anyway, I am asking you, I am encouraging you to take before and after photos before you start and once you've accomplished something. Just, you'll be amazed and you'll feel so good. You can do, you could take one before and one after. One before you start and one once you're done and you're going to be amazed at how different your space is and how it different it feels because clutter has its own kind of negative energy and um you don't want that you want to be able to breathe freely in your space whatever space it is and if it's a garage that you go into Um, or maybe don't go into very much, it's still a space that you want to go in and you want to feel a sense of accomplishment, achievement, good about yourself, right? Ask yourself, does this clutter make me feel good about myself? If the answer is no, you need to do something about it to get it out of your life and get it under control. Remember, these are just things. Things can be organized. And I want you to think about simplicity, making it simple by the single action step, being patient with yourself, that this is not going to happen in a day if you have a lot of things to sort through. You must give yourself time. 
you know, I mean, with anything, like with a, a baby taking his or her first steps, do you say to the baby, hurry up, come on, start walking? No, you know, it's going to take time, just like it did for you uh, to learn to walk. And if you, um, or any other example like that, if you are unable to walk, for example, it took time to learn other things that you do. Um, so it's it just you must give yourself time and stick with it because I think in this instant society we live in, we we want it now, we don't want to wait. So when we see uh, clutter, we we're feeling we're feeling disempowered. We're feeling like I can't do it. Or maybe you got started and then you stopped, and oh, it's going to take too long. Well, it won't take as long as you fear, and you will feel so much freer once you get it done you'll wonder why you took so long to get around to doing it but you must be gentle with yourself you must forgive yourself and say it's okay okay i'm starting now i can't go back i can't go back for however long you've had the clutter i can't go back and change that it's where it is today and this is when I'm taking action. Keep it simple. I'm taking action. Keep the emotion out of it. As I say, if you have this resistance that's going, eh, you can't do it, or a really uncomfortable feeling, it's okay. Just just breathe. Breathe. And, and accept that you may have some discomfort until you get this done, okay? Or it could just hang around for a little while, but it doesn't have to stop you. And once you get this under control, you're going to feel so much more empowered in every other aspect of your life. It is it is just so amazing and important. Another thing you can do, you can look at photographs of um, anything having to do with real estate, you know, houses on the market, uh, you know, home and garden beautiful open spaces where there's room, room to breathe, you know, and visualize. You could put pictures up on your wall of how you really would like your space to be. It may not be identical to your space in terms of the architecture, but that's okay. It's just a feeling of openness, you know, peace, clean, organized. And know that you don't have to stop once you get things organized, and you will, you can still keep going. You can still continue to uh, go through and get rid of things, uh, give away, all right? You can whittle down to less and less. What amazes me, and I really like to talk to some people who live in a tiny home, uh, if you do, please contact me because I, I would really love to talk with you. I'd love to have you on as a guest. Tiny homes are very, very small, very obviously, (laughs) hence tiny. And the people who live in a tiny house have to think uh, very minimalistically and have to get rid of a lot of things, a lot of, uh, rid of a lot of attachments to items too. So now, I'd be curious to know how that's going. If you've just moved into a tiny house recently or you've been living in it for a while, how, how is that feeling? Because ultimately, 
how we experience the world has to do with our, our feelings, right? How do we feel about ourselves in a particular space and um, in this regard in terms of living in a house? So if you're in a tiny home, you've been in one for a while, please contact me. I would really love to hear from you. You can email me directly at lisa at talkboxradio. Um, so, and if you have ideas for decluttering that you'd like to contribute, you can write me at Lisa Talkbox Radio. I'd love to have you on as a guest as well. Also, please don't forget to visit my website as the link is on the description um, of this podcast and it's talkboxradio.com. And for now, I will bid you a fond farewell. Thanks for listening. Lisa for Talkbox Radio. Talk Box Radio. Talk Box Radio. Talk Box Radio. Hello, listeners. This is Lisa Earhart.